Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. <laughs> Welcome to Hey, Julie, <laughs> a podcast. We're hanging on. This is the second to last uh, BB Celeb episode. We're hanging on by a thread. Oh, my God. Aren't we? Danielle, good morning. It's early Tuesday morning. Good morning. Uh, the show is, you know, the show's trucking along to the the outcome that we've kind of all been expecting for a few weeks. No surprises here, folks. Nothing uh, what, exciting happening. What was your favorite bit from the Saturday Night Clip show, Danielle? Okay, so here's the problem is I didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> and I think our listeners should come to expect and know that from us. Although we did get, someone did tweet at us that it was actually, it had some good stuff. Like it had a previously unseen fight between Todrick and Chris Kirkpatrick. Where is that stuff on the show? Like, I don't know. They're full of it the, seems... That's why I'm upset about that is because it's like they good stuff happens and they're like, well, we can't put this on the show. We have to save it for a Saturday night. Yeah. Instead, we have to have like, so I walk into the backyard and I see a street and it's covered in snow. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that's not snow because we're in Southern California right now. Shut up. Just show the shit on the show. I know it's. The theme of this season for you and me that we keep coming back to is the producers of this show are really bad. They're bad. They're not interested in making good TV. I don't know what they're interested in making. I don't know what the goals are. What are the OKRs of Big Brother? The OKRs are <laughs> you have 42 minutes of content <laughs> per hour to fill. Fill them. Fill them. Anything. They have a previously on that lasts yeah. five minutes long. Sure. That covers five of the minutes. Yeah, we don't care. Just make sure that... Then you only need 37 minutes to show. Listen, we have advertisers who've bought space. It's going counter-programming to the Olympics. So, you know, just fill it with something. Whatever. Yeah, we should mention the Olympics and the Super Bowl at all... At every opportunity, every opportunity even though yeah. neither are on our network. They're not... They're direct competition to us. But we should make sure everyone knows that they're happening and what day and time they're happening. And how yeah, exciting exactly. they are by comparing them to our show. I mean, NBC is not too happy with the Olympics either. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll swap. Well, I hear I'm not in America, so I don't watch it on NBC. But I did hear that um, it was just watching. a a big fumbling of how to how to because it was like on Peacock, but also on NBC, but also on other NBC owned yeah, networks. Yeah, usually on like the other NBC, like USA and. The other ones, but like no one cares. We just had Olympics six months ago. I understand yeah. those Olympics were delayed. The last three Olympics have been in Asia, which is just like not a it's just not a great time for folks in America. Not that it needs to be like very like America's centric, right. yeah. but it's just like everything happens and then like 18 hours later you watch it on television. So it's you know, you can kind of see what happens on the yeah, internet and I agree. The the next the next Olympics should be in Ohio. Just well, they're put it somewhere <laughs> in Paris. Yeah, and then LA, right? You ready yeah. for that? I my goal is to my goal is to buy a house in the next six years. Wow. So I could Airbnb it for like fourteen thousand dollars a night to a yes. German family. Yes. You know, I have a friend who Airbnb Airbnb's his place in New York City and it is insane how much he can make from doing I don't, it. Oh yeah. I, I I other than having to deal with people. Right. It seems like the perfect it's I mean, all also in the you headline. need someplace else to live. 
It's all in how you write the copy of the headline. You have to have like stunning views, incredible locate. Like it's all in the verbiage. And you put like oh, little yeah. star icons next to it, you know? Minutes from the beach. Yes. Oh, yes. Minutes from Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 90 minutes from Disneyland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, wait, before we get to about any other show, I do. I have to say I have something to say about Big Brother. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Like, I, I don't think really the uh, Sunday night and Monday were too interesting, even though we had like a double eviction and all that shit. It was all like, you know. Yeah. Misha and Tajik are going to final two. Spoilers. Uh, yeah. I know I know there's three people left in the game. Right. Spoilies. Yeah, and everyone thought Cynthia really had a chance. <laughs> it It's not even, there wasn't even a, a shadow of a doubt that they would pick Cynthia to come with them. Like, of course not. They're going to go together. I thought, no, I thought absolutely they were. I mean, Todrick was like, yeah, Todd is coming after me. Todd, Todrick recognized that. They recognized that Todd was like a sneaky, good comp competition guy. He ended up I mean, being like, a competition beast. Yeah, like he, won, he he could win weird competitions every once in a while. He was in the lead on the in the final veto. For, He's a gamer. Don't count Todd Bridges out. He's a gamer. What did he say? He's like, I play... He says, I play lots of video games. He kept saying video games. <laughs> what video games does he play? It's like a mix of video and video. <laughs> Cynthia he was is killing terrible it. at competitions. Cynthia, I, I just... Cynthia is one of the biggest, like, flops. <laughs> does not understand the, the game. But, I mean, she's actively playing, but it's, it's just wild with her because it's like... You, there's passion yeah. and there and like you want to play but you are really really bad at every single competition and anytime something happens in the sort of social aspect of the game you have completely terrible instincts yeah well I said this when she was first when the cast list came out Teddy proved me wrong she ended up being a fun person on the show but Cynthia we is a Teddy. bad housewife and she's bad at Big Brother, too. I'm just like, she's. she seems like a nice, normal person. Why oh, is yeah. she on reality TV? She shouldn't be on reality TV, period. She's a waste just of a be space. Like an, just be like, and maybe she can just retire. Maybe this will, she can hang up her her cleats, her, yeah. her stilettos. <laughs> like, just be an influencer, man. Just like, yeah. sell like Tell people what to buy. keys on exactly. Instagram or whatever and make like 20 grand a post. Like, yeah, she could make so I'm sure she does make a lot of money selling like here's the face like the face cream I use. You know, she's beautiful. Here's the makeup I use. Here are the clothes I buy. What? Danielle. Yes. <laughs> what are these? What are these like gold stickers that we put underneath our eyes? I think they're the, I think the guy's name is Philip Roth. It's like Philip or no, not Roth. It's, um, yeah, it is Philip Roth, <laughs> the American like a, novelist. Is it a novel? <laughs> Wait. Philip Glass, the composer. It's Philip Thomas Roth. Okay. Oh, he had to. His lawyer was like, you got <laughs> to throw a third name in there. The Philip, SEO is terrible for Philip Roths. I I think it is. I like I Michael patches. B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> What do yes. they do? They just make it so you don't have like bags under your eyes. They they rejuvenate yeah, your eyes. Yeah, they rejuvenate you so that you don't look like an old wench. Um, there's different kinds, but I'm pretty sure he's famous for the gold ones. And the gold ones are the ones that everybody uses. Like everyone who's anyone has used them. They're seventy five bucks. 
Their 24K wow. gold pure luxury lift and firm hydrogel eye patches. What's his middle name again? <laughs> Thomas. Philip Thomas okay, now, Roth. Yeah, see, now I got to Google it. Peter Thomas Roth? Peter Thomas Roth. Who's... Okay, well, stop calling him <laughs> Philip. <laughs> it's better if it's Philip. <laughs> Luxurious. 75 okay, bucks. You know what, guys? Listen. I'm no stranger to For just two for a single use? No, no. It's a it's a little tub filled with them. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think it's got a couple. You can't have a tub for just no, that's crazy. I don't know. This is this is Hollywood, baby. That's true. No, yeah, it's got several in it. Um, I'm willing to do the research and buy these, to be honest, because I probably need them at this point in my life. Danny's you look tired. Great. You look great, Danielle. It's the morning. You you had your you've been you've been up. I'm sipping on a decaf latte, but I oh, am wow. sipping. Um, I'm I'm trying to keep it together here, folks. But maybe it's, the maybe the Philip Thomas Roth 24K gold 60, patches. It's sixty ma- It's sixty masks for seventy five. So that's thirty. I would say, I would say there, that's thirty uses if you have two eyes. But it's seventy five US, right? Seventy five dollars US. Seventy five US. That's like a hundred Canadian. So wow, four payments of eighteen seventy five with afterpay, folks. Has any, have you ever Hashtag used after, ad. <laughs> Have you ever used Afterpay? Um, I did once on something. Oh, I, I, you know, what it was because I'm a nerd. I bought some like really expensive um, plugins for Pro Tools. Mm. <laughs> no, like you need that. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to spend four hundred dollars on Pro Tools plugins today. I do yeah. want to spend them over the next two months. <laughs> I always think like it's something evil is lurking behind Afterpay, so I've never done it. I'm like, they're going to find me somehow. This is the most insane episode we've ever done. <laughs> okay. The reason I brought up Big Brother okay. is just because I actually... <laughs> oh, is, po- <laughs> is that the podcast? I is guess. The but about, yeah. <laughs> I the reason is because I actually wanted to offer a, a note of positivity towards Miss... Chu Li Chen Moonves. Wow. I know. Because all season we've been ragging on her. You guys know I have my conspiracy theory that they're trying to get her out of here. I thought during this, during last night's double eviction episode, her um, interview with Lamar, I was actually shocked at how good she was. I have the, I have a note. Um, her interview with Lamar I thought it was I thought it was fine I thought it was really good there was one part of the Lamar exit interview that I found really troublesome when she was like tell Chloe how you feel no oh which one Lamar goes Todd was really inspiring to me because he's however many years sober and I'm, you know, he's like 35 years sober and I'm only like seven years sober and yeah. he's going to be my sponsor after we get out. Maybe I was put in here to meet him and to have that connection in my life so, you know, I could keep my sobriety because that's extremely important to me. And Julie goes, you have a new li- a new life. You are literally resurrected. And I was right. like, bitch. You gotta fucking bring out the stigmata. You gotta fucking bring out the the cross and the nails. I, I here, 
<laughs> I agree with the terminology, but I thought that her intent and how dialed in and how truly reactive she seemed to Lamar as opposed to like so overscripted and so like clearly someone in her ear telling her what to say. I thought she actually seemed very at ease with Lamar and um, really focused on him and like she was really listening. So I don't know. I thought it was actually very good. Um, yeah, I think she really fine. liked it him. Like, it makes a big difference. There, you can tell there's a lot of people who she does not care. She's just like, let's go through the motions. I'm asking the questions, and then there are some people like Lamar, where I think she really likes him and really wants to, or she's aware that he's such a live wire, so she knows she has to actually focus and like be an interviewer, <laughs> like hear yeah, what they're saying yeah. and respond. Um, so I thought she did a good job with that. So I just end. Just while we're on the subject, I love a collar on a dress. Now, this was a bit of a faux collar. It was a gray dress. It had uh, peas in a pod. Even a listener brought this up. Brooch. It was ladylike. <laughs> it was simple. It was tasteful. And Danny loves a collar. So I have to give it a hot. I saw this dress from afar. It was zoomed out. I was like... Are you going to give me a tour of the museum? Like, what's going on? This is like the most boring mm. dress in the world. Wow. But then I saw the collar. <laughs> yeah. We love a collar. And I was like, what a detail. Mm-hmm. How, how chic. How naughty. Yeah. I loved, I loved the collar. It was a hot for me. It's a hot. It's not a the boring pe- museum the bro- tour. The brooch it's a chic was- museum tour. The brooch was the peas in a pod was a bit weird. Well, she had to do something. She wanted to spice it up just a little bit more. And so I find I'm fine with a little bit of jewelry. A brooch, you know, people don't wear brooches anymore. No. Is it brooch or brooch? No one. I was asked Pete <laughs> Philip Roth. <laughs> Pete, you're Peter. He's not Peter. It's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, the peas in a pod. The peas in a pod is very like elementary school teacher. That was what threw me. Yeah, she's playing Miss Honey. We need sex something sexier. Yeah, she's. We don't want Miss Honey. We want Miss Trenchbull. Want a f- a fighter jet. <laughs> a knife. Ooh, with blood, little drops of ruby oh, blood. Oh, well, that's too much. That would oh, be way too me. Christian for her. <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah. Um. So. I guess we can back up to the last episode, which was, um, <laughs> um, help me the out mo- here. It's, it's okay. So Todd, Todrick wins veto. First yes. of all, or wins head of household. He wins head of Sorry. household. That's what we have to. Okay. Yes. There's a, some things to say. Yes. They go out into the backyard and they're also used to, they're also trained to go out into the backyard and be like, oh my God, it's a winter wonderland. Or, yeah. oh my God, we're on a magical island. Or, oh my God. They go outside and they're like, oh my God. And there's literally just three podiums there and nothing. There's no decoration. There's nothing. <laughs> and I was like, you guys got hyped for nothing. You guys are so used to the direction <laughs> of like, yeah. look so surprised at the transformation of the backyard. But actually there was just nothing. There was like these three like steel on them. podiums steel and, and a, a, a screen and that was it. And if you saw yeah. like the wide shot of them doing the, the competition, it was like laughably plain. There was like literally nothing in the backyard. Yeah. The set designer gave up. They were bored too. 
Well, they spent it all on the the graphic design of the, yeah. the squirrel <laughs> and the sort of Andy Warhol cameras and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I mean, I feel like that episode was 30 minutes of Todrick preparing for his nomination and then the nomination. Like, I don't remember anything else that happened in that episode. Well, that's well, that's it is I think it's I think it's they're not going to show like all the stuff that's been kind of happening behind the scenes of, of Todrick, like saying like not fantastic, like per- personal things about people. Heartful things. Yeah. Calling people sluts and hoes and shit behind their back. <laughs> um, but I think this is the beginning of the actual like on screen Todrick villain edit. Oh, I mean, the newest, the episode, last night's episode, the double eviction episode, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, here it is. Todrick might be a winner. We got to give him something very, uh, oh, very yeah, sweet when he talks or to, thoughtful, yeah, yeah. you know, where, yeah, where he talked about how he wants to write a musical um, that features like different ethnicities, doesn't have to be all black, but like just to show that, you know, we live in a world with more than just white people, which obviously yeah. everyone I'll agrees go to with the that. Theater. I went to the theater this weekend. Oh. I'd love taking in the theater. But also, I yeah, you're right. Like they're giving him something nice, but also it's like he's 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 certainly definitely getting the the villain edit. And also lots of the stuff he says is like live. He says like he's he's kind of an asshole live and like they can't <laughs> cut around. They kind of can't cut around that if he's like well, you like know what kicking I think? people's asses on the way out, like on the live edit of the show. It's, here's what happens. And I this crossed my mind because I went and rewatched. I didn't I forgot to mention last time, but I went and rewatched the first couple episodes of BB 18 because mm-hmm. I actually really liked that season. And, you know, that was the first season we started this podcast on, Brett. Memories. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, wow. But so I really liked that season and I was watching and. It's Davon's second season. And they just know that Davon's our star, right? Like she gets oh, so yeah. many DRs and her DR and she hates that's what's kind of fun about the season is they all hate each other so much and they're not afraid to talk about it. And she talks about how much she hates Polly, how much she hates Paul in the DR, and she does it with such like charm. And um she's just like a very likable character, even when she's talking shit. But so I think people after that season, watch that and they think, oh, I want to be that. I can do that. I can talk shit. And I think it's sort of what happened with Todrick and uh, Tiffany, because I know he was a big fan of the cookout. Tiffany from the cookout, again, great character, gives great DRs and can talk shit in a way where it's like, you're not mad at her. You just think she's funny. Todrick can't do that, though. When he talks shit, it comes across really rude. Certain people just can't pull it off. Also, there's a difference between saying it in the DR mm. to a camera yeah, as a narration for the show and what you're thinking in the moment. Because Tatrick doesn't say that stuff in the DR that much. He says it to other people. Mm-hmm. He says it's it's like it's stuff he's like saying because you know, like, it's like him and Misha, Misha. Just like spending yeah. 23 and a half hours together. As they all and it's just play like, solitaire. At the same They're time, just like playing together. solitaire, and he's just like <laughs> talking about like how much he doesn't like the other people. Like as pe- it's like that's that's the real human. Like that's what you're actually like. The dr is like that's just the you know it's that's put putting on. something yeah. on. And then it's like he, the the thing with Todrick so much in in the, these two episodes is like the 
the the sort of presentation at the nomination ceremony. It's like when you buy into your shit so much that you're like, this is a great idea. Everyone's going to love this. That's what you know he was thinking. The audience is going to eat this up. Yeah, it's I mean, so that's, hard. you could tell that's what he's thinking. He's like, and he's thinking a lot about his fans. He's thinking about like Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. Fit number one. He's he got tickets. So he, takes his do- <laughs> he takes his daughters to yeah. the shows. Yeah, I mean, he's he's thinking that like, everyone's going to love, like everyone has is so bought into me as a character at this point. Yeah. That like I can, I mean, it's a, it's just kind of like rude. I don't know. It's just kind of rude. I mean. I, it, on one hand, here's my issue. On one hand, I appreciate that someone wanted to make the nomination ceremony ridiculous and like bring something to it, something new and fresh (laughs) and make it dramatic like in that way i appreciate it but yeah it's just so affected um that it wasn't it was mostly just cringy you know it wasn't really fun it was kind of tasteless and like slightly cruel and yeah for sure it's better than like this is the nomination ceremony i will turn the keys Todd, you are such a good competitor i wish you the best like we've seen that. that we've seen that one we see that one 15 times a season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not that which, you know, snaps. Yeah. But so that's my thing with Todrick is I appreciate what he's trying to bring. I just don't like the end result of what he's brought. Yeah. Um, again, so I see the, all the vitriol and how much people hate him. And I don't really feel that way still. I'm still just sort of like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you and I are not like really watching the feeds or even keeping <laughs> no. up with like lots of the, <laughs> lots of the sort of like minute by minute, like what Todd is saying about Shayna behind her back or what Todd right. is saying about whoever behind their back, which by all accounts is like not not great yeah. stuff. So no. yeah, I, I don't know, but like this is it. Like though, it's like he's the they're making him and he's turning now for the. The casual viewers like ourselves. He's turning into the villain because he's doing this like over the top stuff that kind of just comes across as like thoughtless and and cruel and really self-serving. And I mean, he did name his cats Regina and George, which I do have to applaud. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to be <laughs> fair. It is a very Regina George move. Yeah. Misha loved it, obviously. Uh, Cynthia loved it. Todd didn't seem to mind it that much. Todd's face. No, Todd didn't like it. He didn't love it, but he like didn't seem that hurt, especially the note he ended on when leaving yeah. the Big Brother house. Lamar clearly did not like it at all. Lamar said, I'm taught to be a gracious winner or loser. And Todrick is not that. Yeah. Todrick, I mean, um, Lamar does not like Todrick, period. Point blank, period. <laughs> no. <laughs> he does not like no. this man. No. Um, do you know what Lamar does like? Chloe Kardashian. Eating deviled eggs. Eating deviled cake now. Now he's cake. The What's ghost in that of cake? Catan. The ghost of Catan <laughs> inhabits you. What is in that cake? Because Car it wasn't Carson the one who was baking the cakes. So who's baking the cakes now? I mean, if they just got like a Betty Crocker box mix of cake, it's not that you know, I can bake know. a I can bake a Betty Crocker cake. You just put in a little vegetable oil and some eggs. You know, I some tear water. that cake up. I love. I prefer a bread Betty Crocker cake mix to like a home made from scratch or anything you can get in a bakery. Oh my cake gosh, it's sucks. light. No, it's light and fluffy. No, it's moist. Regular it's so cake sucks. 
Betty Crocker is the shiz. All right. <laughs> okay. The icing is so good. Uh, I don't fuck. I don't do the icing. I should. I should get a yellow cake with the chocolate. The yellow cake with the chocolate ice cream, icing is miracu- when you make miraculous. A Betty Crocker cake, you don't put icing on it? Oh, you know what? I don't. I usually don't get the cake. I'll usually, if I do, very rarely get a yeah. Betty Crocker box. I'll get the brownies. Oh, yeah. The brownies are also fabulous. Don't need icing for a brownie. And you know what I love about both the brownies and the cakes? <laughs> sounds like an ad. But you know what I love is that there's what? so much artificial shit in them. They stay fresh for weeks. You can keep eating a slice of that cake every day for three weeks. And you'll Hurricane be coming? Just bake like 20 <laughs> of those cakes. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, back to our programming. Um, yeah, so whatever. What's his name goes home. Lamar goes Lamar. home. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar goes home. R. I. I mean, I mean, they gave him yeah one last like goofy segment where he trips and he's a long boy. That's a hard fall from up there, tripping all over the bedroom. I don't like those. I don't like yeah. when they're like. Here's something, here's like someone falling down and then it does the re- rewind and showing it again. Yeah. We're not, this isn't like America's Funniest Home Videos. It and it also wasn't not. that funny. It wishes it was America's Funniest Home Videos. R.I.P. That's the other thing about BB-18. It, I watched three episodes. I laughed so many times. There's a lot of really funny parts in BB-18. Like the characters are just very funny. Jose was amazing. Uh, scenarios <laughs> and he like you know no one asked him to but when they're doing the champagne toast Glenn is there my fave Glenn from yeah. the Boogie Down Bronx and Jose goes 50 is the new 20 and then you do a hard cut to the diary room and Jose's like 50 is not the new 20 <laughs> it's just like so bitchy and for what why <laughs> why did he even have to say that in the first place no, I don't um, know anyway yeah. we need back more to Jose. BB Celeb um so, yeah, Lamar goes home, whatever, interview with Julie, we talked about. Then they're, they're uh, told. An, oh, go ahead. One other thing that I love from yeah. the Lamar eviction or the Lamar, like, interview with Julie is, like, Julie Julie hypes the double eviction. She's like, it's double eviction night. These fools don't know anything. <laughs> they're so stupid and we are going to pull the rug out from under them. And then in her final moment with Lamar, she's like, yeah. Lamar, what if I told you it was a double eviction? And he was like, yeah, I think we all know. <laughs> like, and he's like, not only do we all know, we don't think it's that exciting. He was like, yeah, they were talking about that in there. <laughs> I, I love Lamar getting the last the last uh, one uh, over on Julie. Yeah. Um, so they start the double eviction process. And, you know... I, I actually think this was probably interesting to watch live. I watched it this morning, but um, it seemed like Todd actually stood a chance. Todd, yeah. Gamer boy Todd really, it at first seemed like he was going to win. He went out to a lead in that HOH comp, and yeah. then he just like changed his strategy, which was to buzz in on the wrong answer immediately. Right. Which I, I would not, I just would not really... Um, Advise as a strategy. I, no. would, I would advise picking the right answer. His, well, yeah, his thing was just like to buzz and like he get it in as fast as possible. And then he, yeah. it's like, I, he got lucky. He got lucky with the first two, but you can even tell with the pattern of how they were giving out the clues. Like they weren't, 
they yeah. weren't revealing the actual answer until two thirds, three quarters of the way through the the sort of right. Like, but he learned that lesson too exchange. late, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Because at first since, he was doing good. Game yeah, Todd. Whatever. Uh, Brett, will you be seeing Todd Tannic in theaters? I mean, if it's on HBO Max, <laughs> it's I hear it's very boring. It. It's the most boring movie of the year. <laughs> will you be subscribing to BB Flicks? No, no. Me I neither. mean, if my family does, like maybe I'll ask <laughs> yeah, the them to give me the password. Yeah. Yeah, they I they had some fun. You know, the team who made those definitely has a fun job to make those. Whatever. Yeah. Misha wins. And then and then like we have the the counting down, the counting the days final four veto. And like obviously Cynthia and Todd were like hilariously bad at like they're just not even really close to being yeah. good at that. No. Cynthia, you already said it. You already went on the on the Cynthia rant, but like, she's just very bad, like <laughs> at everything. The one for me was like the bobsled one where she like barely pushes it. And then she lies down because she doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, this looks really funny because you're, you're so bad at this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we move on to that? <laughs> because, yeah. Okay. Uh, Misha wins. Misha wins and, and, and Todd and I'll, yeah. Obviously puts up Todrick and I mean Todd and Cynthia. And then they do the veto and who wins? Misha Todrick wins, wins that. Oh, is, Misha, no, wins, Misha that wins that, too. that again. Yeah. So they keep it the same and Todrick chooses to evict Todd. Yeah, I mean the the weird thing <laughs> there was like Todrick is like Oh, I've actually been working to protect Cynthia this entire time. That was just the one thing oh, yeah. that stood out to I me. Told like, Carson, keep her safe. like, yeah, like that was just the one weird thing of like, why do you, why do you kind of like try to paint yourself as this hero when you're not? And like mm -hmm. everyone watches the show, and well, he's going back and forth, like doing the nomination ceremony the way he did. That's a villain move. Like that's a. That's a yeah. embracing your villainness, which I respect. But then, yeah, the... Do that again when you evict someone. Yeah, too bad, so sad, you're out of here. Yeah. And it's so fun we to have the opportunity to do a tiebreaker. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, Todrick got like a couple really good moments, like opportunities for moments in a row where he's HOH and then he gets to be a tiebreaker vote during this very important um, eviction, double eviction. But uh, yeah, neither... Neither really landed. And to add insult to injury, he says, like, what you talking about, Willis, or whatever, which oh, I'm yeah. sure. And then he I'm says, sure I know you hate that to Todd. He hate, yeah, you can see his face. His eyes roll just like 360 yeah. degrees. Like, he hates <laughs> that. I mean, yeah, he sure he absolutely hates hearing that, saying that, or whatever. However, in Todd's exit interview with Julie. Yeah. He says, what you talking about, Julie? And it catches... I've never seen Julie actually act so genuine. <laughs> she laughs so hard. And she's so taken she's off guard. So it was like happy. a real human moment. Out well, she of probably Julie. loved that show. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what does... Yeah. What the hell does Julie watch on TV? Who knows? C-SPAN. Yeah. <laughs> or what's that? What's the... There's like a channel that's just religious shit. What's it called? 
Do you remember? Uh, or it's like the 400 Club is on the it? 600 Club. The yeah, 600 Club. Yeah, but I, I, that's not, that's, I forgot the name of the channel. Okay. Well, that's because I watches. watch it so much. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Todd goes home and he seemed, so we'll get into this because we have a, at least one question about it and it's been all over the social needs. But he seemed like he was going to be voting for Todrick in the end because we all know it's going to end up being between Todrick and Misha. He did not seem to bear any ill will against Todrick, um, was happy to go and not be a bitter juror, whatever. But things have possibly changed. Oh, yes. Should we get to that question first? Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he's been he as he kind of leaves the house, he's like, yeah, Todd was the door. Todrick was 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 the best at this. He has my vote. Yeah. And then he gets out of the house and they were all talking about like they even mentioned on the show. They're like, get this man his phone. Like he was so excited to get back on his phone, open up the old Twitter app, see, see what the story is. So um, we got a question from Regis Probst. Can you please talk about Todd Bridges Twitter activity since he got out? The heel turn on Todrick has me dying. So basically, Todd Bridges got out and, you know, as fans do, they flooded him with like examples as to why he should not. um, They gave him the real deal. Okay, like the fan reaction to Todrick has been very negative and they have filled it all in, filled Todd all in. So now Todd, it's actually a kind of interesting situation for the celebrities, because even if they genuinely liked Todrick, genuinely think he should win. The f- they're so in tune with like, oh, the fans hate him now. Yeah. So like, how could I possibly not join the hordes of people and do a heel turn? Like they can't really. It'd be interesting to see what Misha does. But um, yeah, everyone said, everyone said like, Todrick's actually sucks. Here's what he's been saying about you, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> Todd tweeted at uh, Shanna and at Teddy. Like, call me. We need to talk. Oh. <laughs> hey, friend. <laughs> we need to talk. Oh, sorry. Shanna and Carson is who he tweeted that at. And yeah, basically his his Twitter is full of... Oh, here's something he said to Shanna. I said some things that was not right about you, what you were wearing. I'm so sorry for not thinking about how it could make you feel. I'm very sorry, my friend. So, you know, we've got a little little damage control going on. I, I think the interesting thing is is someone tweets at him at Wearing Gray 2001 says, Todd, I love you so much. You were the one I was rooting for tonight. I understand your reasoning when you said you'd vote for Todrick, but I encourage you to look at everything he's done and said about you. And then Todd quote tweets that and says, not after I saw what he said. No way. Wow. So sad. <laughs> It's like the the Trumpification of twi- tweets is, you know, like, wow, sad. sad. <laughs> Todd also, like one of his first tweets back says, I am so happy for my cell phone with a capital C on cell <laughs> and, re- and real life. Amen to that. Three smiley faces. <laughs> but even Todd knows not to give a thumbs up emoji. Do you, you want Todd's? Yeah, oh, my God. I've been so <laughs> behind. You know what Todd's first tweet back was? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they got me off. LOL. (laughs) I had a great time. Such a dad tweet. Todd Bridges taking sex to him. (laughs) Do you know what got me off means? (laughs) 
he also, I love, I love his, I mean, we talked about this when he was first cast, just like his profile picture. Yeah, he retweeted a couple things with like, LOL. And then like, yep. <laughs> no way. Thank you. <laughs> like, just very short. I love it. I love it. He's authentic on Twitter. That's what we should all strive to be. Yeah. Hashtag new profile pics. Put a mm-hmm. picture of you smiling in your house. Um, in your dirty house. Another another um another new quote that came out because Lamar was evicted. So they're all they're doing the rounds of press now. Yeah. Was Lamar about Todrick? It was hard for him to stop talking about his himself. Being a celebrity, I've never even heard of him. I've never <laughs> heard of him. I'm not surprised that Lamar Odom has not heard of Todrick Hall. Um, I've not heard of Todrick Hall. I don't Hall. think it's shade. I don't even think that was like shade. I think that was just genuinely. No, how would he? I've not or, heard of him. Yeah. Like well, I, I mean, I would imagine most people haven't. Right. He's not like a. He's not like a, a. He's not a celebrity in the old sense of the word. No. He's like a guy on YouTube. Yeah, he's famous to the select group of people who have heard of who watch YouTube. You know, and I, watch and I happen YouTube to watch YouTube. YouTube. You, I'm on YouTube all the time, and YouTube never suggests Todrick Hall. Or me. I know about t- Taylor Swift stuff, and he's in her circle, so that's how I would know too. Obviously. Um, from BB Fan Zero Twenty Two, Aaron, I didn't watch the episode last night, but who are you guys? Which you know, we can we love that we love our casual <laughs> listeners, but sh- she wants to know who are you voting for America's favorite house guest? I have gone on my own journey with this. Yeah. Obviously, I texted Chris Catan. <laughs> Investigative journalist. Two one five two three. Um, the other day. Just to, yeah, just to investigate. And then I was like, this season's so stupid, I should just vote for Teddy. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, who delivered so much joy all season <laughs> and could literally use the money? Yeah. No, Todd no Bridges. other answer than Todd Bridges. <laughs> so the answer is Todd 100%. Bridges. I'm gonna be voting 100%. for Todd Bridges. I think Shana's pro- Shane is probably gonna win. She's had like this yeah. kind of big grounds well, she's had like this advantage of being evicted last week and they announced the america's favorite house guest last week as yeah. well so there was a big groundswell of people like supporting her feeling like she kind of got a raw deal so a lot of people have been voting for her the last three or four days and i think you're probably gonna get a lot of people voting for todd over the next two days but i yeah. mean the the voting stops tomorrow. The you know it's yeah. Tuesday morning now. The finale is tomorrow night. I just don't know if there's going to be if, if Todd can catch up. I don't think he can, which is too bad. We need we know that Todd needs to clean those light switches in his house yeah. and get a new gaming console so that he can continue. Like I would love to see Todd turn this into him becoming a Twitch streamer. Yeah, if he can just get the money, he can buy like you know like the green screen and the the, mm-hmm. the Elgato stream deck and buy all the cameras and yeah. microphones, and he can just turn to like a he can gamer be the new who's ninja. just like. Thanks for the sub. Thanks for the subscription. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One River Mike asks, Julia's wearing a peas in the pod brooch. Are veggies the latest hot accessory? Wow. I I personally own a dress with a fruit print on it. It's a fruity tooty dress. And so I'm not against. I bet it's for the summer. I bet you wear it during the summer. Of course I do. It's from Reformation. Um, So I'm totally 100% for veggies 
being a hot accessory. I already weighed in and I gave Julia hot for this look. So, yes. I gave it a hot despite the veggie, <laughs> the veggie tails. I, I, well, fruit, fruit, fruit are hot. <laughs> Veggies are not. Fruit are, sex, fruit are sexual by nature. Yes. What they, about veggies? They evoke this summer. I don't know, man. An eggplant. A potato. <laughs> <laughs> a cucumber. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Radishes. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know my favorite? Brussels sprouts. I don't think we've recorded, or maybe we were, but like we didn't mention it. But you know when R.I.P. Norm McDonald passed away? Yeah. I went and watched his Comedy Central rose of Bob Saget, also R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and Norm McDonald is like, Bob has a face like a flower. A cauliflower. <laughs> and I just like think about that line all the time. It's so good. Uh, if you haven't seen that his was good Norm roast, delivery. It, thank you so much. If you haven't seen Norm's roast, it's like so funny and so good. It's not what you think of when you think of a roast. Lots of discussion of cauliflower ears. Oh, yeah. I learned something new. The show. I definitely learned some new stuff from Misha. We don't talk about Misha at all. I think she's a clear winner. She's a clear winner. She's I think just, after this Todd, yeah, like after Todd tweeted, there's no way Todrick's winning. No. Um, but she's really an under-the-radar winner. I mean, despite being, you know, a competitive beast, there's not much else to say about Misha, is there? Let's save it for Thursday's pod. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Babu Yakshit wants to know, how are we feeling about Lamar's tragic clown edit this season? I mean, it's it's what he is. I mean, we talked about it last episode. Like, this is just kind of who he is. And then he came out, you know, for the Julie interview. And, like, that's who he was. He's, like, this emo- – he's kind of just, like, a weird, emotionally raw guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it sucks to, like, paint him as a clown or whatever, especially because he's, like, falling over. He's had, like, a b- bunch of health issues or whatever. But he he's, was a good character. He was a great – he was one of my favorite characters on this, even though he did literally nothing the entire yeah. time. Like, Oh, same. Because it was fun to watch him because it's fun to watch live wires like that. You don't know. You genuinely don't know what they're going to say or do next. And it's like, it could be that something totally mundane. Like, he just doesn't know how to turn on the almond milk on the stove. Yeah. And yet, it's very compelling to watch my <laughs> when it's almond him. milk. <laughs> And then we had, this was the thing I was looking for earlier. So from One River Mike, um, turns out yesterday was a recap episode. So this is the episode we didn't watch. Casuals can safely ignore. Thank you. Although Todrick had a galling outburst against Kirkpatrick. He says he doesn't like Chris and wishes him ill. The nerve. The only person who's allowed to wish Chris Kirkpatrick ill is his boring fucking wife. (laughs) 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 oh man they they had to get one last yeah oh my god (laughs) they showed his picture and what did what was teddy's little soundbite was it like i gotta do the dishes she's like no enjoy doing the dishes y'all or whatever that's what she said that was her that was her fuck y'all a la cornbread got it that was her her parting shot okay well thank you all for your questions and comments um 
they were great and we're very happy to have gotten through. We're really almost on this season. Somehow well, we, we we also oh. didn't do questions on last week's last That's episode. That's true. Should we do the old questions? A few. We don't have okay. to do like the, the game sensitive ones, the time sensitive ones. Matea, okay. MREP2, will you be watching BB Can this year? Oh, great question. Yeah, probably. Pro- yeah. I mean, you live in Cannes. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. As opposed to last season, you were living in America. I got no, last season I was in Cannes too. Time, man. I know. I don't, I, even, I don't even know. We got to see is. who wins that $20,000 worth of Weber Grills. We just got to. A domestic flight to Edmonton. <laughs> um, oh, and then should we do like, do you think Lamar would have preferred to see his kids over Meta? Also, was Todrick ever really considering evicting Lamar? Like these are, we sort We're of gotten into those, these. No. <laughs> no, but if there's more like grab bag questions from the last, from last episode, because we didn't do any. Do you inventing think- Anna? Or are we going to do an inventing Anna yeah. seg- segment later? Yeah, Thank I'm you ready to, to talk E-tolinator about it. Tolinator is asking us to talk about inventing Anna. Um, Ms. Oh. Uh, Miles wants to know: Have you been watching the new season of Love Is Blind? And would no. Brett sign up if they ever filmed the season in LA? That was a very no. quick no. No, on both. Wow. Why no, not? Both. Love Is Blind. Yeah. Brady ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, that's a that's a just a douchey thing to say, especially for someone of my attractiveness quotient. No, I think I think my it's weird to act like looks don't matter. <laughs> I mean, hey, I think it's I really might, weird. I might be the beneficiary of a love is blind situation. I might my glowing personality might attract a total smoke show who's like who sees me and she's like, yeah, yeah. you know, he looks like a potato, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I love him because of the conversations we had between that partition. Of course, looks aren't everything. That's not what I say, but like, not what I'm trying to say, but um, it's just weird no. to act as if they don't have don't, anything no. to do with attraction. No, they have. It's very do. weird. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't think anyone needs to prove themselves so much to go on a reality. Sh- and again, I haven't watched it either, so I can't say if this is what they're trying to prove. Like, looks don't matter to me. I want to base it entirely on personality and answers to like stupid scripted questions that I'm sure the producers give them. <laughs> well, I watched the first few episodes of season one. For the most part, everyone was like kind of attractive. Yeah, aren't they all hot anyway? Yeah, like that's the thing. Like they're, I wouldn't say they're all like super hot. I mean, there was definitely people kind of more bordering on the like normal, but like normal but attractive. But like, right. yeah, they're normal, but there's nothing about you that would like preclude you from being like. Well, my thing a, is, a is like obviously there are conventionally attractive people who we can all agree they're hot. We're not, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fine. But then there are different layers where it's like. There's a lot of people out there who I think are really hot, who I'm sure others would be like, no, they're not. Life yeah. is a game of hot or not, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, Remember I live when in Los hot Angeles. or not was literally a reality show? Oh, and gosh, Lorenzo no. Lamaz was a <laughs> judge no. on it. Was that on like MTV? Was that like before I think Next? it was on Fox. I think it was oh, on wow. Fox. And yeah, it was literally okay. like 
three, it was, it was after American Idol. So, you know, they had to have three judges. They'd had to have like a mean one, a nice one, and then Randy Jackson. And <laughs> like, people it's not would just... not hot, dog. It's not hot. <laughs> people just walk out onto the stage and they'd say whether they were hot or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear this is true. I swear. Oh there was a real like... there. This did not happen. No, there was like this a is point... Like the- this is like beginning reality Flash TV where it was memory. just like trying trying anything, like trying the most base things out on reality TV. And this was one of them. I swear to you. I think they should reboot Hot or Not, the reality show, and I should be on it as a judge, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, you it's and just Peter, Julie's Thomas, Peter Thomas Hall. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't called Hot or Not. It was called... Are you hot? <laughs> oh, are you hot? <laughs> Just a simple oh yes, God. no answer. Are you or are you not? <laughs> are you um, hot? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so horrible. Yeah, Lorenzo Lamaz, Randolph Duke, and Rachel Hunter, whoever they are, were the judges. Celebrity, yeah, the future BB, BB Celeb 4 contestants. <laughs> Um, all right. So can we talk a little bit about Inventing Anna? Yeah, I haven't seen that. I want to see it. Did you read the article, the New York Magazine article? No, I don't know how to read. You know that. And Vanity Fair as well? No, I don't read. You know that. Okay. Well, this is a Shonda Rhimes show, and this is a pro Uh Shonda Rhimes podcast. So if you have any issues with Grey's Anatomy, Bridgerton, or Inventing Anna, you can just leave. Because this is pro Shonda. I haven't seen any of them. I mean, I've seen I've seen the occasional episode of Grey's Anatomy where like Grey's Anatomy, longest running show ever. I don't know. It's still basically on. it's like sixty minutes. The Simpsons and Grey's Anatomy. What an interesting. I mean, I'm just like fascinated by Ellen Pompeo, who like, you know, fine, totally good actress. To me, nothing, nothing special. But I like her. But like. Just the example of an actor getting that perfect role where now you're going to be gainfully employed for 20 years and it's basically a nine to five, but you're really, really rich. She'd be really, really rich if she just stopped. Yeah. The syndication alone. But you know what? what She's like, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to work. I want to work. I want to go to work, get away from... The kids, the husband, the kids, yeah. <laughs> go to work. There's a there's a there's a table with free food on it. Sure, talk to some people. Talk to my hair people. Talk to my makeup people. Talk to the talk to the grips. Talk to the best boys. It's just Fun. socials. Going in going in the office. Yeah, you put on the stethoscope and you're like, this man's not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, <laughs> exactly. It's great. But so this is this is another Shonda show, and um, it's very fun. When I heard this was announced, I got very excited because I wasn't yet where I where I am now, which is right now I'm very anti all of these shows that are about very recent articles or even Get worse, ready. based on documentaries. Like I do not want to see the Kate McKinnon, Tiger King. We like do Peacock love John Cameron show. Mitchell, though. Sure, we support. We support. It's on Peacock, Hedwig. so I don't know if I'll watch it. We support Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but I just like it makes me sick. I don't want to see this. I already watched this. 
I didn't want to watch the sequel to the actual Tiger King documentary <laughs> that they made. So like, why are they doing this? And then there's also like, there's a show on Showtime based on the book Super Bump, which is like about Uber. There's The Bad Blood, Amanda Seyfried, um, about Theranos. Yeah. I don't know if it's a movie or show coming out. I think it's a show. I'm just not into it. It's too much too soon. You know they what all want to be the social network and they ain't the social network. They, you know what I am watching though and it's actually good is Pam and Tommy. Oh yeah, no. We're both watching Pam and Tommy and we both love that. But that wasn't, you know, that was decades ago. So that had time to roast, to simmer sure. for us all to like go back yeah, and be well, like, wait, the that's whole, what happened? Yeah, and there's the the aspect of it of like kind of looking, I mean, there's been a lot of that. There's what the um, impeachment American crime story was about too, yes. of like looking back at some of these really huge cultural moments of the nineties and being like, man, that didn't work out for women in <laughs> yeah. a pretty sexist way. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that was pretty awful. What the president did. That's pretty awful. What we did to poor Pamela Anderson, who seems like a very nice, sweet person. And by all accounts is, you know, and she's like, kooky. You know, she dated Julian Assange. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. She's like but a after big, what she's been through? Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. But Uber, I don't need to see a movie version of the Uber book. I read the Uber book. I know that what's his name There's sucks. not even a story there. Yeah. We know that Travis sucks. Whatever his last name is. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you, I mean, you said it right five minutes ago. It's like, oh, you just want to be the social network. It's like, the social network is interesting. Aaron... Peter Thomas <laughs> Roth Sorkin. <laughs> he can find the drama in oh, the yeah. social network. And but Fincher. you just have and and Davy. Davy who works friend in the Navy. Trent and probably will be. Oh yeah. <laughs> Doing the music. <laughs> but you just get some schmuck in North Hollywood <laughs> to be like, Uber's bad. Yeah. Exactly. CEO, he's a jerk. <laughs> Some freaking pipsqueak <laughs> squeezing that's out not those gonna pages. Be good. That's no. not gonna be good. Yeah. No. But so, but so that's all to say this was inventing Anna is based on a couple of articles that came out about this scammer in New York who, you know, she scammed her way to the top. She was living the luxe life. Um, and she happened to scam like this photo assistant, I believe, at Vanity Fair, who then wrote a piece about it, ex hashtag exposing her. And then a New York Magazine profile came along. And so this show is about that. It follows the New York Magazine journalist as she writes the piece, detailing like how this girl who was really just like from a normal family in Germany, how she came to America, came to New York and just became like hanging out with the richest of rich, you know, like hanging out with them getting money from them, getting them to invest in like this weird um, idea she has that's going to be like a social club. I think in reality, it was also going to be like some sort of art uh, gallery, art foundation. Whatever. But here's the thing. Here's the it. answer. Is it a tax like, write-off? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but no, the answer is everyone's like, wow, how did she do it? How did this girl get all these rich people to like her and to want to work with her? There's a very clear answer again and again and again. She negs them. That's it. She's in a gallery with rich. all these fancy people and they're looking at a piece of art and the rich person goes, wow, this is really moving. I want to buy it. 
Anna just goes, that piece of garbage? I thought you had taste. And suddenly the rich person is like, wow, who's this girl? I got to get to know her. <laughs> it's like, that's just what she does again and again and again. She just nags people and they love it. I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Go to New York. Be mean to rich people. Nagging works. <laughs> You're going to become rich yourself. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend watching. I honestly, I didn't watch the whole thing because they took it in a weird direction with the journalists where the, like, not everyone has to be some sort of fucking um, example as to why we're rougher on women than we are on men. You know, like they tried to take it through this narrative thing of like, if she was a man scamming, she wouldn't be in as much trouble. And it's like, no, we hate male scammers too, actually. We hate bad yeah. people. She's a bad person. We don't need to see a redemptive like arc for her. So don't try that with me. But it's very good, very fun show. Highly recommend. Her <laughs> accent alone, very Tommy Wiseau. Very good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Vaguely Just look Polish. up one clip of it because I know you're not going to watch the whole show. Just look up a clip of her accent. What if I like it? I might watch it. You know, I know what Brett likes and doesn't like these days. <laughs> it's probably can... not if it's Anna. <laughs> oh, speaking of what Brett liked, you wanted to yes. talk about this. We have we have a few, four minutes left. Yeah. Euphoria season two. Go check back in on Euphoria High School EHS. Yeah, give me give me the the rundown because I don't watch. Euphoria. There's nothing to say other than like, we just want. I thought you just wanted we wanted to talk about it as like a cultural moment that you're not a part of, and I am not. I get all of the TikTok jokes. Like literally each week on TikTok, there is a new trending yes. quote from that that week's episode of Euphoria that like really works as like a TikTok trend. Well, here's and, like, a here's a mm -hmm. hot tip if you're old like me and you don't watch hey. Euphoria but you do have TikTok, if there's a sound that you keep hearing again and again and it sounds like someone who's really stressed out and screaming at someone, it's from Euphoria. Yeah. And I listen, I tried. I watched the first two episodes I think, maybe just the first one, and I thought this is great, great acting fun times, not for me. So I tried to be part of the culture, part of the moment, and I failed. But I'm happy for everyone. And yeah, it's like, this is the show of the moment. I really do yeah. feel kind of like a loser for not watching it, actually. It just, yeah, well, you are. And <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's so great to like, something happens late. on the show and I like, I totally get it. And like, <laughs> people are posting screen caps. I fucking get it, man. And they are... And rolling it, in followers, millions and millions of followers. That's how we got into it is I forgot yeah. who we were talking about who had like 1 million followers and we were like, oh, good for it's them. It's probably just and, someone who was like in an extra for one scene, but these teams yeah, will find you and they will I've follow you. I've never heard of these people before in my life other than Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> and all these people have like 10 million followers on Instagram and stuff. And oh, was yeah. that because of, was that because of the show yes. or was were they like, like, hot 14 year olds no. on Instagram before. Well, Zendaya, Zendaya was on Disney, so she had the Disney bump. Zendaya probably uh, has. She was into, she was successful before Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the others, it's all from Euphoria. But you know, like I don't Alexa think Sydney. Demi and whoever these, Angus Cloud, who, are, who <laughs> these people are. Sydney Sweeney did not get a huge influx of Instagram or TikTok followers from her work in The White Lotus, even though it was very good. She, I think she did, because I think more dads watch The White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, but dads are not following her on TikTok or wherever. Dads are, dads are following Sydney Sweeney. Dads find a way. 
I saw yeah. one of her outfits, and maybe you remember this if I just describe it to you, where she's uh, on Euphoria, where she's wearing like a blue. It's like yes. she's at the farm. <laughs> this is actually one of the funniest scenes of the show. Of like this whole series of events leads up to her dressing like in more and more ridiculous outfits okay. at school because she's trying to get the attention of one of the men. It, Meanwhile, there are auditions for two different plays happening on the same day at the school. <laughs> one for a play being written by Maude Apatow's character who's writing a play about everything happening in the current season of Euphoria, which right. has led to the trending topic, wait, this fucking play is about us? Which is like, yeah. that's like the trending sound on TikTok this week. Yeah. There's also auditions for the school is also doing a production of Oklahoma Love at the that. same time. Love that. So she's dressed up in these increasingly ridiculous outfits and she's having this emotional breakdown. And it's one of the funniest scenes because everyone's like, why are you dressed like that? And she's just having this meltdown and she's like, I'm uh, are you auditioning for the play? What play? Oklahoma? Oklahoma's a play? I don't know. <laughs> and it's also they're all Gen Zers, so they've never heard of Oklahoma before. So it's like it's. So it's so funny. It's so well done. Well, I thought that, listen, that outfit caught my attention. I, I, out of context, I was like, oh, is this just how teens are dressing now? No, no. (laughs) Her character is just like on one this season. Well, I let, I'm a big Sydney fan. I gotta say. She's great. She's, I mean, there, she does not, she does not had a single scene where she's not like bawling and (laughs) naked this season. Uh It's like, she's had a tough go. She's had a tough go of it as an actress. This season, I will say the first season, I know you got to go here, but like, yeah, the first season I actually really liked because it wasn't really over the top with the sex and stuff like that. Because I get yeah. kind of weirded out with like, oh, high school is like, don't. Yeah, if, I don't want to watch that. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm an adult man. Yeah, I shouldn't like I'm not going to get arrested. But this season <laughs> has gone the complete opposite direction. And now everybody's just naked the entire time, which but now I'm bought in. And there's they also said, funny we don't care. Good stuff. The actors playing the teenagers are all, all legal, baby. Yeah, exactly. So that's so get off with the shirt, my man. Um, yeah, well, thank you for that dip into Euphoria Land. Maybe I will try. Listen, I'm gonna run out of other stuff to watch soon. Maybe I will give it a second yeah. try. I love ridiculous stuff. So I and I do usually like stuff about teens. And this and this season is about <gasps> yeah. the theater. Oh yeah. And Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. Well, they don't really show much of Oklahoma. It's more about the other play. It's just they should that have Zendaya. Like, this is the mom of me in me coming out. They should have Zendaya sing Oklahoma. Why can't she go back to her Disney roots and sing a nice wholesome song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all Not right. This season of well, Euphoria. thank you all so much for listening. Listen, Big Brother Celebs about to be over, and then BB Can and Survivor start up. So, oh my god. We're going to be busy. Send in your comments and questions to BB or <laughs> Hey Julie, BB on Twitter. That's right. That's com. Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.